Oh, so I I feel like it's getting warmer, but I'm ready for it to get warmer because I want the water to get warmer so that I can go fishing and catch <laughs> fish that are warmer. And then I don't want it to get warmer because I don't want to work out in the garden in warmer weather. But I know that warmer weather means that the garden is going to flourish better unless it was the bok choy, which I saw you were right. It completely just bolted. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So that sucks. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So this is where we're going to cut off our season. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty excited about it. So <laughs> I feel like we might have should have done it a little earlier, maybe. But with everything I'm working on and everything you're working on and that, that we've kind of just been all coming together about, I feel like we've just we came to the right culmination of place. And who knows? Maybe the next season's only like 50 episodes or whatever it is. But I'm pretty darn happy. I don't, I don't know about you. So I, I'm just, uh, I'm excited. And then I'm, um, I, I've changed up my diet. And so, cause I was just, I just stopped it. Literally I was, I didn't stop the diet. I really didn't. I, I was only eating, you know, like, uh, late I was intermittent fasting. Everything was there. I just plateaued. So it's like, okay, well, best thing I can do when it plateaus like that is to just go ahead and uh, switch it up. And that's what you do is you put your body into shock. So this morning we are last night when we went out shopping and got all the stuff that we needed. And now this morning I have had, um, you know, a high fiber cereal and I've had, uh, I didn't use milk in it. Instead I used sparkling water. And so we'll, you know, we'll see what happens. So how's your garden looking out there? Well, uh, we had we had that little mini, not really much of a freeze, um, but I covered I covered the plants and the flower beds, the the tomato bed and the flower beds got covered. The flower beds look perfectly fine. Um, the tomatoes have the tiniest bit of frost damage on their like new leaves. So mm-hmm. what I'm probably going to end up doing is cutting, like topping them off and growing one of their uh, little suckers as the main stem so that I don't have to worry about them trying to recover from that instead of just giving them the opportunity to start somewhere else. Yeah. Um, or maybe I'll do it like with, you know, four of them and then the other five I'll just leave. Like, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not super worried about it just because this is one of the two beds that I'm going to have and hopefully on Thursday we'll be able to get more soil um, and mulch so that I can get the other tomato bed filled and then get the last of my tomatoes out there because they're not they're getting real unhappy (laughs) still being in their little pots and I don't have any big pots to transplant them into from there so I can't even like pot them up right now so I gotta get them in the ground, and plus with it just being warmer, I think our our last frost day is literally March 31st, so it's a week and like two days away, so I'm really not worried about it, um, getting everything out there. I have all of my cucumber plants started and ready to go um, out in the next couple of weeks um, in the grow room, 
all of my hot peppers will be ready to go out, but I'm 100% waiting on those until after the frost, last mm-hmm. frost day. So they're not going to go out until April, which, again, is a week and a couple of days away. So mm-hmm. it's not like that's long. They're doing perfectly fine in the grow room. Um, a couple of them are lighter on the leaf color, leaf color just because they are getting to that point where they're just tired of the... Um, tired of the grow lights and they want to be outside so i'm gonna start pulling them in and out which is a task that i don't enjoy with uh the trays that i have they because i have i'm using the solo cups so they're taller than normal seed trays or seed seed pots um for seedlings so they don't like to stand in the seed trays and it's frustrating and (sighs) so i have to like be on myself on getting it in and out and in and out and in and out but hopefully because it's not going to get cold at the night times i shouldn't have to be bringing them in unless it drops below like 55 which for the next couple of days at least it's not yeah so i can get them outside and today it's you know been cloudy so it's not like it's they're going to go out there and be all like ah like they'll go out there and probably be perfectly fine without really having to be acclimated too much but i'm still going to but it's just like no, things are things are moving forward, and one of my goals over the next couple of days is to sit down and actually figure out what is getting started inside, what's getting started outside, and where everything's actually going to go. Because I keep procrastinating on coming up with an actual plan and a layout for where my plants are going to go when they're out there. <sighs> and then hopefully, hopefully, this weekend, <laughs> we can get the girls to get the... Because I, I remember you said just tilling the the rocks in but it's not just rocks they're on top of the fabric the weed fabric mm. so i can't well, just hey, till it if in we can pull up the weed fabric and make it easier than that makes it easier yeah, but, well, yeah we'll put exactly the girls, what we're gonna put the girls to work on it so yeah yeah so that because i have to get the potatoes in that's literally if i don't get them in in the next like week they're just they're not going to do well not that potatoes need a whole lot to do well just means that i'll need more organic matter for them than usual because i have to kind of catch up mm-hmm. <laughs> what they've been missing out on but again i don't really care i i'm fully prepared and uh, potatoes are just they're they don't they don't really care it gets to the point where it's like oh it's warm outside and they're like okay just give me a little bit more water like that's that's pretty much what it turns out to be it just means that we won't get like super big potatoes but i didn't i until we have a dedicated like deep tilled and weed free area for them mm-hmm. which is one of the things i would like to try to do this year is get a uh a couple of tarps to lay down in a in uh in a straight line where all of that stuff is so that i can actually have a bed prepared for the next year with weeds that are not really going to grow because we smothered them out basically um it's either that or doing it with again the tarp and doing the no-till method where i just put a tarp down and lay some soil on top of that and just grow them in that along with hay and stuff which is probably i I don't know both of them are perfectly fine um methods it's just our weeds our grass everything out here is just so determined to grow Mm -hmm. so and i saw (laughs) i saw a i think it was uh it was either a tiktok or a reel and it was somebody saying that they knew that mother nature was uh definitely uh preparing us for you know preparing to cook us this summer because she took us out and marinated us and then stuck us back in the freezer (laughs) (laughs) or stuck us back in the fridge (laughs) and so i was like oh great yeah no that's a good that's a good point we really did we got warm and then they were like ah 
nah <laughs> put us back and then now we're coming back out of it and i'm like oh great she went out to dinner decided to go out to dinner so i put the roast back into the freezer <laughs> yeah. freeze again to try for another day yeah that's about what it feels like 100 percent. so yeah I'm, I'm not excited for it to feel like but i again my theory and i'm hoping is that it's going to be really wet for the spring and summer because you know w- it being hot but if it's raining I mean, hey, I'll be outside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll dance around in the rain if it's you know warm enough because it'll cool me off. I'll play around in sprinklers. I don't care. I'll be outside in my bathing suit twenty four seven if that's what it takes. I don't. I really don't care. I will turn on sprinklers just so that I can work in the garden without worrying about the bugs getting to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm literally so determined to figure out different ways to get out there, um, and just have more of a routine with it because. And I'm. It is. It is a lot easier for me knowing that as soon as it gets to that point where it's. It really is just too hot for me to do things that I'm going to have your help, <laughs> because, mm-hmm. man, be be single handedly trying to have the motivation to go out there and get sweaty when all I want to do is be clean is the hard part because I I just I don't like it, it, taking showers when it's hot outside because I don't like cold showers, so I don't want to shower because I don't want to be hot. And then wet and hot and gross because then I get out and I don't feel like I'm clean because I'm sweating still, even though I was in the shower because it was hot. Like, I'm just I'm hoping I'm hoping that our air conditionings stay to a temperature that it doesn't feel like that constantly Mm -hmm. and that we can get some level of a dehumidifier for at least even if it's like just your room Mm -hmm. that we have air conditioning going and dehumidifier and so that I can not feel so bad (laughs) when it gets hot because that's the worst part i will literally chill in your room playing video games (laughs) if that means Mm -hmm. that i can stay cool but yeah no so that's that's i the garden's going good and i'm i'm excited for it to be warmer so that i can actually get the cucumbers and zucchini like i'm so excited about the amount of cucumbers and zucchini that i'm like preparing to have and just getting getting some things done that I just I haven't done like I'm trying with a new variety of cucumbers the white wonder and I'm excited about that because like this is the first time I'm gonna actually like have the things that I want with a little bit of extra sprinkled in with it just to see how things go so I'm like I'm so excited <laughs> no me too I'm I'm definitely like one of the things that in in deciding how I was gonna change my diet one of the things that I was like was like okay I'm not going to change my diet in such a way that I can't have anything that you grow in the backyard. You're going to have the potatoes in. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I'm going to eat potatoes. I'm going to eat our fresh potatoes. I have all the reasons in the world (laughs) to eat our fresh happiness in in potatoes. And so it's like, so I'm going to do that. And so when I think about those kinds of things, that 100% decides, you know, what I'm going to have in the diet. So I I look because there was one, one of the diets I was looking at, they're like, oh, no tomatoes. And I said, oh, not your diet. (laughs) So because, you know, it comes down to, oh, do I believe this one doctor or do I look at the fact that, wait, there's a whole bunch of people who eat tomatoes and they're not overweight. They're not having these problems. So, yeah, as good as you might make it sound, mm, I'm just going to go with nah. <laughs> so, you know, and if it ends up because I mean, honestly, and I'm not stressing because I haven't been eating a lot of tomatoes lately. Whereas Mm-mm. compared to what I normally eat, because the the grocery stores are gross. Yeah. And I think people have just gotten used to it. Like people are like, oh, yeah, and, you know, tomatoes and this. And I'm like, why? Tomatoes are cardboard right now. Yeah. They are absolute cardboard. We go to the store. It doesn't matter how red they are. It doesn't matter anything unless they're like, you know, blister pack sealed, which we have different reasons we don't buy those. Um, 
they're just they have no flavor yeah the only tomatoes that i've been enjoying from the store have been the grape and cherry tomatoes Mm -hmm. like that literally that's it but that's because it's hard to mess up grape and cherry tomatoes but it's that's problematic it's tomatoes Mm -hmm. are so good but they all taste like they come from a hothouse yeah there's there's absolutely no nutrients that you can take you can't there's no earthy flavor Mm -hmm. at all which tells me a lot of these are probably aquaponics it's just it's gross it's gross yeah and for anybody who hasn't well grown with aquaponics and doesn't understand you do it once you will I literally was on Facebook Marketplace and saw people selling their aquaponic systems. It's like, yeah, because you learn that lettuce grown on aquaponics has no flavor. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we it's the know. same thing with the green onions. You get the green mm-hmm. onions from the store and you could tell, like, oh, man, these were grown with aquaponics. And as yeah. soon as I put them in the soil, oh, oh my gosh. They massive and they're delicious. It, yeah, it gets to the amazing. point where if you don't cook them down, it's like a regular, a regular white or yellow mm-hmm. onion. You don't cook it down, then it's just too strong. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And I love that. Because that's, like, perfect <laughs> for a lot of things. I love green onions. For anybody that mm-hmm. doesn't know that, I adore green onions. I can't believe that before I met you, I just didn't know that they existed. <laughs> like, I, I know. can't. I, wow. Like, I literally cannot imagine not having green onions in my life now. <laughs> so it makes me so excited that they do just keep regrowing and regrowing and regrowing. Mm-hmm. I'm literally considering taking one of the uh, little kiddie pool beds that I have just straight up for green onions. Because... There's no reason not to. <laughs> and yeah. I love, we all love green onions. So, and they're great for the chickens. The problem with any onion or garlic things for the chickens is that if you feed them enough of it or they eat enough of it, then they'll their eggs may have an oniony or garlicky taste, which like, at first, you know, it, that doesn't sound bad because we all love mm-hmm. onions and garlic, but it's like, but then we can't bake with them. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I want to bite into a lemon blueberry waffle and have a onion or garlic flavor in that. But... But yeah. yeah, no, so I that's what I keep thinking about doing. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I do not blame you at all. So with that, <laughs> welcome to the Afternoon Dive on the Stupid Podcast on Everything, where I'm Joey. And I'm Kiki. And we talk about everything. And nothing. All at the same time. So today we uh, generally would talk about economics, and we are going to talk about economics. We're going to talk about just some crazy things that are going on in the world. And uh, first, the light one is uh i don't know if you know this or not but i have been on the waiting list for it and i'm still on the waiting list for it because it's just so backed up but uh officially today bard uh launched which is google's um rival for chat gpt now for those who don't know um i have been on the one of the back-end betas uh working with uh, an ai chat that i'm not allowed to talk about much so i'm not going to but um Bard is supposed to do so much more in the way that just baffles my mind. Um, With ChatGPT, there's fun things that you can do. You can literally sit there and say, um, you know, hey, I want you to do an article like the old Cajun chef about whatever, right? Somebody posted online they had done the Constitution as read by Vanilla Ice. And so it was beautiful, right? And so things things that are there that you can do with that. Um, And there's several different companies that are working on AI chat programs. And for people who are resistant to that, know that it is coming. It is going to affect everything and for anybody who thinks otherwise you're fooling yourself the biggest one for me is that i realize now that they're going to start coming out with uh programs that are going to detect when 
an article is made mm-hmm. by a an AI because people are we have real tech savvy kids now. Yep. And people are switching everything to all their essays and all their assignments and everything's being written on, you know, laptops mm-hmm. and just online period that I know a lot of children that if this came out when I was still in school, I had several friends that would have a hundred percent done that. Oh yeah. Like literally I can name them <laughs> because I know who they are and they were exactly like that as it is. Mm-hmm. So yeah, those, those were the kinds of people that knew that Google scholar existed before any teachers told you that Google, Google scholar existed. Yep. And before <laughs> so, they knew better to look for it. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I'm sitting here laughing because I mean, for us, it was go down to the library, find mm-hmm. a book, and then just use a thesaurus, which, guilty, guilty. <laughs> if I hated something, if I hated something, that's exactly what I did. I would go down to the library. I would get down. I'd find the book or whatever or somebody else's review on a book or whatever it was, right? Mm-hmm. And I would sit there and I'd pull it out, and then I would pull out my thesaurus, never realizing that the, the thesaurus information was going to jump into my head and actually be useful, which is what happened. Because, <laughs> I mean, you ask, hey, what's another word for this? And I'm like, yeah. oh, do you mean it as a verb? Oh, and then it's, and like, that's what I do. And it's like, and, and people are going to be able to see that firsthand here <laughs> coming up. Mm-hmm. I, I find it amazing that, you know, I cheated and yet I got more useful knowledge in my cheating. <laughs> But now it's like, yeah, people can sit there and say, hey, do a book report on Mark Twain. And, you know, um, I want you to do the book report in the style of a 14 year old kid. Yeah. And boom, it pops it out. Mm -hmm. And there it is. And it took them all of a minute. Now, I don't see how you're going to learn or absorb anything. Oh yeah. No, it's not going to happen. You know? But I've also said that I don't think any kids are absorbing or learning anything mm-hmm. now that they're switching on to everything being electronic. Even mm-hmm. the girls have issues. We've watched it firsthand with Lily and Tabby. Anna is acclimated to it enough that it's obvious that she, because she was doing online schooling for mm-hmm. long enough that she can do it. But Lily and Tabby can't. Oh my goodness. They they don't retain any of the math. They don't retain any of the English. When they're reading something on a screen instead of having a physical book or a physical assignment or they're writing it down, mm-hmm. they don't they don't retain it. We can ask them what they did in school the same day, the moment they get out of school, and they can't tell us. Yeah. They'll oh yeah, we learned about uh graphing in math. Okay, yes, what what part of it? Uh well we were putting lines on graphs like that's great were you doing y equals mx plus b working with parabolas like what are we what are we doing uh i think the like so it's just it's so Mm -hmm. obvious that it's it's going to be such a fight (laughs) trying to get kids in these next few generations to actually learn because it's already hard for them and now we're going to have all these things coming out that make it easier for them to go up just for a grade and then move on we're, yep. we're about to be churning out some pretty stupid kids. No, uh, we are. We are. And and this is, I talked to you about this a couple of days ago, asking where you thought we were in the, you know, hard times make strong men, strong mm-hmm. men make good times, good times make weak men, weak men make hard times. And I'm looking at this going, my gosh, you know, there's, a, there's another old saying that goes along with that. And that is those who don't know history are doomed to repeat it. Mm-hmm. And that's what I see. Yep. That's what I'm seeing right and left. People are like, oh, you know. I mean, the the biggest joke that I'd ever heard politically, and and uh, I'm not going to be politically heavy this this round, 
um, because people are not here for all of that. But I, I will say is that when people sit there and talk about socialism mm-hmm. and say, well, socialism has never been practiced on a big scale. Canada. <laughs> say, really? Venezuela. Okay. People think, you know, and this is what I find. It was like, and, and it was, I don't remember if it was Lily or Tabby, but one of them was sitting there and talking to them. And they're like, well, isn't Venezuela, wasn't Venezuela just like a few thousand people? Like, no. <laughs> so I'm going to have, I'm, I'm going to try to remember who it was. I'm going to do a report on Venezuela, you know, and make sure they're not using chat GPT <laughs> to do it. But I just, I find it amazing, you know, and they, when they sit there and they realize that like, no, no, all of these things have been tried. You know, communism is still active and alive in many, many, many countries. Uh-huh. You know, they I say communism. Most people think Russia. But I'm like, no, Russia, China, North Korea. Um, there are many Middle Eastern countries there, you know, where communism is actively practiced and it is a failure. Socialism where it's actively practiced is a failure. You know how you know? Because under socialism, truckers were lives were destroyed in Canada destroyed i i actually started talking to a trucker uh who was listening to our podcast which is pretty awesome so if, if you're there mike uh no not mike i'm sorry brad i apologize <laughs> brother i mm, okay brad if you're listening i apologize um you know you're yeah you know my heart goes out to this guy he literally is one of the truckers who was uh protesting out in canada they froze up his bank account, emptied his bank account, and they, of course, they deny they ever did that, and stopped him from being able to spend his money. He can't renew his license now. He's absolutely destroyed. He's, like, looking to move to Cal- uh, to California to hope it'll be better for him than Canada. And the only reason that he's looking at California is because there's a CRST hub in Southern California. So the guy's going from an owner-operator owning his own trucks. He said he had three trucks to now looking at going to one of the cheapest paying trucking companies just to support his wife and his son. And that's it. And they're going to move in with her parents. Wow. So, you know, that's socialism, people. You know, so when people sit there and they say these things, now I'm sitting there going, wow, because, you know, we've talked about this before. I go on Twitter, which, you, you know, is a human cesspool of wrong information continually. Which, mm-hmm. by the way, no indictment. Whoopsie. Uh, nothing's happened yet. I mean, it's coming. Sure, everybody says it's coming. I don't think it is. I think it would be suicide to do it. But we'll see. But you go on, on to Twitter and it's like, and again, I'm arguing the same points with the same people and the same wrong information, the same misinformation. And it's like, and now I officially said it today on, on Twitter. I said, because NPR wrote an article that was just complete opinion, and I and it they tried to pull it off as fact. It wasn't listed as opinion. Tried to pull it off as fact, and I had to sit there and go, I remember when NPR used to report the news. And I think it was 81 likes on that one comment on NPR, and I was like, oopsie. Yeah, and so, for anybody that would think that, like, oh, man, wow, whoop-dee-doo, 81, that's still... 81 separate people that agree Mm -hmm. which is not something like normally things like that get said and people just it's pure slander Mm -hmm. people are liking it just so they can keep the notifications going in there like that just for for nothing but people to just like it because they agree with it Mm -hmm. 81 people that's 
kind of concerning. <laughs> yeah, well, it's more than the number of people who even comment. They had 62 comments on that on that thing. I just was like, I just couldn't believe it. I, I'm, I'm baffled. Bloomberg, I already knew Bloomberg was obviously uh, biased. Fox, biased. CNN, biased. MSNBC, biased. NBC, biased. I can go down all of them and say biased, you know, but NPR was one of the ones that I've I used to always say and I still try to say mm-hmm. is a news source, right? Because I don't want to be just Al Jazeera. I don't want to be just and a lot of people think Al Jazeera is like um, a terrorist news network. I was like, what? What are you talking about? Al Jazeera, BBC, you know, it's like you, you, I try to find everything that I can for sources in these things. And that doesn't happen with people. People still believe that there is a 23 percent pay gap difference. Between men and women. And we know. Your 21-year-old self knows. Mm -hmm. Your 21-year-old female self knows. Your 21-year-old female black self knows that that is complete BS. You know? But guess what? Every single tweet. I have to fight with this. Every single tweet. And it's like, and I just look at people and, and I realize they're not learning. I'm I'm literally an AI bot correcting them is what I feel like right now. Nope, you're wrong. And here's why you're wrong. Here's the sources for why you're wrong. And then they just move on to the next thing. Nobody, they don't care. You know, and it's like, okay, well, no worries. I'm just going to keep being me because while everybody else is working on the dumbing down of themselves and our nation and everything else, I, I'm still growing. I'm still developing. I'm still learning. You know, I've been building our website from scratch and I, I don't know about you, but I think it looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty darn happy with it. Um, and it's like, I'm just, I'm baffled, but you know, economically people are, I, I can't believe that this is an actual statement I have to make. U S treasury secretary, Janet Yellen is telling everybody that there should, everybody should have confidence in the U.S. financial banking system. Despite the fact that the federal, the, the Fed is once again expected to raise rates, is expected to, you know, the Federal Open Markets Committee is expected to raise the federal funds rate. And government is, we're going to tax, go harder on taxes on the rich, which again, they call the top 1% where it used to be that we all paid an equal amount of taxes and that there was no income tax. There was no federal income tax. Our money came from tariffs. But you know what? What stopped that? The foreign companies, the foreign the foreign people who are lobbying into our own government and uh, lobbying against the interests of our people have decided that and, and decided that they were going to say, hey, you know what? You did this to pay for World War II. Just keep it going. It was supposed to be temporary, but go ahead and keep it going. Don't worry about tariffs. And that way we can ship stuff over to you cheaper than you guys can manufacture it there because the tax rate that you're that you're charging businesses is crippling. But nobody notices. That's what's going on. And right now we have AI bots that are about to make that even stronger than ever before. You know, you've you've heard about uh, like China has a different TikTok than the u.s right yeah they have a, a very that, that's a, one of those things that i that's like a perfect example when people don't think communism exists 
TikTok in China, for anybody under the age of, I think it's, it's like, it might be 17 or 18 or 19, I don't remember the exact age, but anybody that's considered somewhat of a minor, I guess, uh, they are only allowed to have three hours of screen time on TikTok per day, Mm -hmm. period. 90% of the content that's out there is blocked to them, and uh, everybody has a completely different set of everything like literally there's they don't get anything from us at Mm -hmm. all they are not allowed to see any tiktoks from us at all from majority of the other countries and uh their but their tiktok is mostly full of just women that are just doing transition videos edited and extremely edited and you know maybe some some life hacks with some you know products that they have or it's telling them to buy more things Mm -hmm. like that's that's it that's all they have like they don't have anywhere near the amount of stuff we have there's no cosplayer tiktok there's no hey i'm going out and i'm foraging tiktok there's no farming tiktok like none of that stuff exists for them they have a very basic same old same old and everybody everybody still has from like something like 7 p.m to 6 a.m or 7 a.m the next day no one is allowed to use tiktok yeah and people think that that's just like and i'm like yeah no as much as that's like not a horrible thing that's still you can't just do that (laughs) to people Mm -hmm. if if people did that out here like i know that there would be a good group of people that'd be like that's so great because you know social media is ruining our youth and you know blah 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 blah. and it's like okay well then be more responsible with your children i feel like that's the answer not set something for the entirety of the population because everybody's apparently the same in your eyes that's not how it works but yeah no completely different tiktok for them and when people you know because people are smart <laughs> and you mm-hmm. know know how to hack and everything that people have been posting that like oh this is what tiktok looks like in china and they'll scroll through the for you page and then they'll post it to our tiktok and mm-hmm. go like yeah this is what this is what their tiktok looks like on their for you pages and i'm like yeah. what the heck when you see that they they teach them to learn pride in their jobs to yep. know that you have a role and not succeeding in your role makes you less of a person and that there's actual social points in china where you know you think we 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 talk around and dislike cancel culture here yeah but holy crap could you imagine it there are reports that there are people who can't live in certain apartments because they've made comments that were not um beneficial to the people's republic of china oh yeah i <laughs> mm-hmm. There are so many things like that out there, though. There, like even I, yeah. <laughs> There's so many things that I could go on about that are really messed up going on in China, even down to the the <laughs> the pure opposite. Now that they're having, where they want more people to have kids again because so many people just decided they didn't want to have kids because they didn't want to risk having a daughter for so long mm-hmm. that now nobody's having kids and yeah. they're they're getting like they're starting to reward people for having children again mm-hmm. so they're, they're, the whole population issue keeps getting based on the fact that they keep trying to control it and then it goes the complete opposite direction they think yeah for about a year and then they go wait 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 hold up and it's like even it's 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 concerning because the same thing is starting to happen people are, uh, in uh, Japan mm-hmm. they're paying people to leave Tokyo yeah, because the that's so overcrowded. There's so many people there that they're literally paying people, and it's not even a lot. It's like it, it translated to to uh, USD. It was like one thousand two hundred bucks or something like that. 
to have you and your children leave Tokyo and you know move just somewhere else in Japan because there's too much overcrowding going on in Tokyo. And I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. That is, I could not imagine people doing something like that out here. Hey, there's too many people in Dallas. Uh, you know, we'll give you twelve hundred bucks if you just like move out. Huh? <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Hey, we don't have enough people out here in Palestine. We'll, we'll pay you to come move out here. Like, I could mm-hmm. not imagine that being a thing. Yeah, so people people think that... <laughs> people think communism doesn't exist. And I'm like, that's the biggest, biggest example. I don't get how people don't just know this. Because you have to literally not be paying attention at all for weeks on end in your history class. Yeah, it's called it's this. called willful ignorance is what it's called. And and that's exactly what people are doing. They're literally choosing to be ignorant, to be you know, just just imagine. There are people who and and I've seen them on TikTok who are talking about how great our economy is right now. <laughs> they're, what? what they're oh yeah, talking about how great it is to live here and how meanwhile the same art the same people are writing articles about you know, why families should embrace ramen night. Uh, okay. No, thanks. Okay. Instant ramen is devoid of all nutrients. Oh, yeah. It's okay? so bad for you. And it's like, so imagine that you're sitting there telling people things are great at the same time that you're telling people, well, maybe you don't eat meat every night. Maybe you don't get fresh vegetables every day. Maybe, you know what? Why don't you think about fasting? That's the new trend right now, right? Intermittent fasting. Why don't you intermittent fast for a week? You know, and then, and then, you know, you can afford to have those good foods. And then our government that's supposed to be upholding, you know, the, the, you know, the rights and the life and the freedom and the benefit of people are also telling you don't eat out. Don't go out and eat. Which is so weird. You know, don't support local small businesses. Don't you dare. You know, we shut down an entire country unless, you know, you were Amazon or Walmart or somebody who was big enough that, you know, we we had to make sure that you were financially taken care of. You know, and it's like, it amazes me. It it just baffles my mind that that's where we're at. And that's and so for people to sit there and say, oh, all this stuff is good, you know, and uh, Ben Shapiro and Tucker Carlson, I still have to watch this argument. They got into a heated argument, which I was blown away how opposite on they were on the viewpoint. And uh, Tucker Carlson, you know, Ben Shapiro said, so are you against the automation of trucking? Right. And and. Tucker Carlson was like, oh, my gosh, yes, half a heartbeat. I would be so against the automation of trucking. And, you know, people can constantly they're like, oh, just trust the government. It's what they're trying to do. You know, I I was watching today. It's been ramped up in New York. Um, They're marching on all of these banks. Right. Mm -hmm. Which it's not anywhere near as big as they make it sound like it was. Somebody took an aerial from it from like the 33rd floor of a building to show that it was like half a block of people like Mm -hmm. you know they spread them out just a little bit but nowhere near the numbers that they're showing which has been commonplace a commonplace media trick for the longest time and so you know you sit and you go all right well this is stupid (laughs) and but they're these people go and they're protesting against banks funding big oil is what they're calling it because 
you know, oh, you're killing our kids. And big oil is this and that. And it's okay. All I can think is you effing hypocrites. All of you probably showed up in your own vehicles that, that take gas or electric vehicles, which utilize so much more energy being created than they will ever turn back in. Mm -hmm. Right. That your hypocrisy knows no limits. How do I know? Because I'm looking at your rubber soled shoes. I'm looking at all the clothing that you're wearing that was shipped over from China. I'm looking at your vinyl banner with your solvent inks that are all made from oil and oil-based product. I see people there with PVC pipes that they're holding up in stands. I see people with wooden things that were cut from a lumber yard which runs on gas and fuel and I'm sure that they all had a powerful need to eat at some point I see people with sunglasses guess what the majority of sunglasses are made out of I see all of these people that are absolute nothing but garbage filled hypocrites and I can't stand them because of that I don't care you know what we are transitioning over and you know what your wallet your checkbook means more than anything else you know how we know because Tesla's brought on an electric vehicle market where Chevy, anybody wants to look back at the history of the Chevy Bolt, will know that Chevy came out with an electric vehicle you weren't allowed to own because they wanted to see what kind of impact it would have on the petroleum industry. But afterwards, nobody was allowed to own it. They took them back, they put them in a landfill, and they covered them over with dirt. Nobody could get them, ever. To this day, the original Chevy Bolt you weren't allowed to have. Okay. You leased it and you leased it. And when it was done, everybody turned it in and it went into garbage. You know why? Mm. Because they were like, no, this isn't what we're going to have. But then Tesla came out and everybody's like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to have a Tesla because it's an electric car. Yeah, this is it. This is the way Tesla was originally a vehicle of rebellion against it. So people were paying with their checkbooks. But lithium batteries do so much more damage to our environment than burning oil ever will. The stripping of cobalt mines, the human atrocities that, that go into you having your electric car, you driving your you riding in an electric bus. Everything that goes on into those. Oh, well, yeah, but now they're coming out with new battery technology. You're right. Based on existing technology that was paid for by the destruction of human lives and environments through cobalt mines. Yeah, uh, well, I don't understand well, okay. that. And then when people are like, well, that's what progress is. Yes, that's exactly what progress is. You know why? You know how I know this? Because I have a truck that can get 25 miles to the gallon where my grand, my great grandpa Pete had a truck that got four miles to the gallon. So you want to talk about progress? That's progress. All right. We're making more and more efficient efficient combustion engines than ever before what we have now is not the engines and motors of our family so it's crazy to me what were you gonna say go ahead i just don't understand why people think that having because there's never gonna be a point and people think that this is what's gonna happen but there isn't there's never gonna be a point anywhere in the near future anywhere in the within couple hundred years future mm -hmm. that we're going to replace everything with electric stuff 
we don't have the means to do that. We are trying, yeah. oh, yes, everything's getting more and more efficient with the electricity and da 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 Like, that's still... Why... Like, I understand uh, hybrid vehicles. Mm-hmm. Because, oh, I think they're great. They're yeah. a great idea. And the... Because, like, we have one, and it makes it so that we use less gas, and the battery is a lot smaller, mm-hmm. and so it means you need to do a lot less to create mm-hmm. that. So you're using a little bit of both. A little bit of both of the the industries, and it's great because my little <laughs> Prius can get me all the way to Dallas and back, and probably still be able to ride around town for another four, five, six days without mm-hmm. worrying about filling up my tank, because that's what it does for most people. We have to fill up to and from, if not you know really pushing it, going in your truck to and from Dallas. Mm-hmm. Because that's just that's just how it is. So it does have a significant impact, and it doesn't need to be charged. So that's it. Once you have that, that battery is fine. Like it's you're constantly charging it and using that as you're driving around. So it's it's literally you're lessening the amount of gas you're using, and you're not using electricity in any way, shape, or form to power that vehicle besides what's already on it. Mm-hmm. I don't I, like that's that's a smart that's a smart way to have progress and move forward because something like that having something like that tells me that yeah you could create a pickup truck that was a hybrid that would still have the power it needs because it's still a gas powered vehicle while also being able to go electric when it needs to when you're sitting in traffic or when you're doing something else that it literally creates it to like that makes sense to me going fully electric doesn't make sense to me because we can't when we had flexo fully electric vehicle we mm-hmm. couldn't we couldn't make it to dallas Mm-mm. at all no we wouldn't get anywhere near dallas and without having to stop and charge somewhere and yeah and and here's the thing to think about is to know that you know just a decade ago my truck you would have had to fill up on your way out there and then fill up again on your way back as it is i only need to put gap uh, i only need to fill it up one of those directions and honestly if it's full I can drive there and drive back. Mm. But, you know, those things couldn't be done before. And it's so it's just, yeah, it just amazes me. It absolutely just amazes me what people think and what they think they can do. And it's, you know, yeah, we uh, we grow, you know, use. And and I want to point this out that this bullshit was done once before and it was done before your lifetime. Heck, it was done in the infancy of my lifetime and it was against nuclear energy which ended up that the petroleum industry was against nuclear energy mm-hmm. and so they got people to do this and people are so easily manipulated that they didn't realize nuclear energy is still the safest and was the best option to break away from other resources mm-hmm. like oh well you know this this stuff it, it leaves toxic goo and residue and everything afterwards yep and it goes down into a cave deep in the earth well below any kind of table that will ever affect us in our entire lifetime and takes up less space than a single oil rig litter uh, uh, oil field excuse me takes up space less space than a single oil field oh when you do the math on it, there are people who, because there are people even in that who would say stupid things, right? They would say things like, hey, you know what I think? I think that we should launch all that nuclear stuff out into space. And I'm like, are you an idiot? Because <laughs> all that, look, so let me, let me see if I got this straight. 
we have had you know disasters we've had rockets that explode and we've had shuttles that explode and you want to try to launch that up into space and you don't think the fallout <laughs> is going to be worse than it going thousands of feet down the, below everybody in a desert where there is never going to be a population because it is uninhabitable and unviable to be inhabit inhabitable because Vegas already exists and nobody else is going to build another <laughs> casino town like that after, you know, Jersey already tried it and failed. Okay. So I am baffled by people thinking that, you know, nuclear was this bad thing. My, my dad would talk about it and I was like, you're an idiot. So let me get this because I want to get this straight. So a fuel rod, right? Okay, e which is equal to and I'll, I'll let everybody know. And in, 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 in this, it was two hundred fifty-five gal uh, two hundred fifty-five gallons worth of um, expended toxic waste that you had. Okay, mm -hmm. so fifty-gallon drum. So you're talking about five of those, right? Mm -hmm. So five of those and a five-gallon jug. Okay, so let's just say six. So six of those could run a town for 10 years can you tell me in what world that 655 gallon drums of any kind of fuel could run a town for 10 years <laughs> absolutely not no, there's absolutely. nothing nope. and even so, remotely close to that but logic has no place for people who wish to remain ignorant and that's and that's what it comes down to so i'm absolutely baffled i'm absolutely blown away that that people now are just they're they're so out of it you know Greta Thunberg she's autistic so I try my best not to just make fun of her because you know her viewpoints are obviously fed into her mm -hmm. and I feel so bad for this kid I really do I genuinely pity her I pity her because she is being used and doesn't know that she's being used and she's one of those people that you can't ever tell her that she's being used because, you know, she's not there. She's not all there to be able to do that. So I feel bad for her. You know, for those of you who don't know, she is the girl. That, How dare you? You know, mm -hmm. talking about power and energy. Flies around on jets. Goes all over the place. Buys the you know newest and greatest. She was arrested. And then they stopped the arrest because... The fact that it was a photo opportunity and it got exposed and spread out everywhere. Not only that, but the person who took those pictures went into hiding because they threatened their life. Just imagine that we live in a world where people are so afraid of the truth that they threaten the lives of other people who tell the truth. Look, I want to say this straight out. If if Trump slept with Stormy Daniels, which, by the way, there's an article where Stormy Daniels had denied it vehemently. Um, but whatever, you know. But if he slept with her, I don't care. I genuinely don't care. If he utilized campaign funds to do it or if he funneled money into his campaign to be able to pay her out and that's a campaign violation, okay. I want to point out that during the Obama administration, there was $335,000 in fines because of, of campaign uh, funding mismanagement. In fact, almost every presidential campaign for every president who has sat has seen some kind of fine for misuse of their presidential campaigns. Whatever. But, but everybody's so polarized. It's amazing to me how I can sit and look at people who are talking about how intolerant the right is 
while calling them a bunch of effing stupid beep 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 beeps, right? Just blows me away. Mm-hmm. So I'm absolutely just how how is this a thing? We are we are societal sheep, you know. But that's where our dynamic is fun, right? Eight of us walking down the street, people can't figure us out. Mm-hmm. And they want to. And when they genuinely want to, like Squatch Comics or, you know, um, heck, uh, Tia Mary's, you know, for pupusas mm-hmm. in any of those places. And they come up and they ask after they get to that point where they know us well enough. And they're like, okay, what is this? <laughs> if I can ask, because you guys, and it's always the same thing, you guys get along so well. Mm-hmm. But it don't look like you should. <laughs> you guys, you know, it's like you guys argue and fight, but then you guys are also like the most staunch defenders of each other. And, you know, absolutely you care about each other. It's like, well, yeah, of course we do. Right. Mm-hmm. And it blows them away and they, they can't handle it. They can't figure out what makes us work. And once we explain it and we tell it to them, look, I have very Christian friends who sit there and go, wow, well, obviously that's working for you. I have very atheist friends who are like, I don't understand how you guys do this. You know, it's like, it's, it's, we went to the States that were supposedly the most woke and least racist States and experienced the biggest amounts of racism. Mm Mm-hmm. We went ageism, um, just name it. We had to deal with it. It was ridiculous, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's like when people sit there and they say all these things, it's like, hi, we, how do we work? We just do. And it's like, because we can have different views. Your room is different than my room. The things that you prioritize in your life are different than the things I prioritize in my life. But we understand that we need to eat proper food. We understand that we need to entertain ourselves and enjoy being human sometimes. We understand that you have a different sense of style than me, that I have a different sense of, you know, a different set of skills than Nikki, that we all contribute to each other and it's symbiotic. We don't sit there and go, well, you believe this, so you're an idiot, right? Mm -hmm. You're stupid. You shouldn't exist. You should die. And it's like, we don't do that crap. That's ridiculous. And yet, what do we have in society right now? We have exactly that. Mm-hmm. The only way people are going to get it is when, when you understand that it's not you against me. If you're listening to this and you are a staunch Republican or a very, very left-leaning Democrat, understand I'm not your enemy. Number one, we're centrists. <laughs> we believe both sides are wrong. We do. Any extremes on any side we think is wrong because it's interfering with the freedoms of people who are supposed to be living by a constitution and bill of rights, which is governed in freedom. And we don't have that right now. We're fighting. We're fighting slavery right now from a government that wants to oppress us, decide what we're deciding and what we're thinking. Your government wants to disarm you. If you want, if you don't want guns in your life, that's fine. But for people who do let them have the guns because those are the people who are going to protect you and die for you. You know who they're not going to protect and die. Uh, protect and die for the people who want to take away their guns. There are police out there who are great police. There are police who are out there who are corrupt police. We fully acknowledge that. We fully look at that and we treat them completely separate and different. 
We don't believe that gun manufacturers are the problems any more than we believe that automotive manufacturers are responsible for drunk driving deaths. These are the things that they make the best sense to us. We're not pro-life. We're not pro-choice. We believe that if you, you know, that a situation is a situation, but if you've carried a baby in, in you for two terms, you know, then you've already agree, you know, you've already, if you've had a baby for two trimesters, that you've already made the decision whether or not you're going to have the child. But there are people who are so extreme on it. We don't we we support the drag community. We don't support the grooming of kids. It's pretty simple to us, right? Mm -hmm. It just sounds like basic information and knowledge to us. Like, yes, I you know what? Why do you why are adult bookstores? Why do they only allow adults in there? Hmm. Because don't need to expose children to that. Right. Nobody should be bringing their kindergartner into a shop where there's just a bunch of toys. Are, do we have anything against those toys? No. No. So what's the issue? The issue is, is it's called, I, I don't know where age appropriate information disappeared for people. But that's that's where it is. Hey, you know what? Oh, my gosh. You know, these drag queens are they're, they're coming out and, uh, you know, they, they showed one. It's like, oh, she's dressed basically like Mrs. Dowfire. And it's like, OK. That's no big deal. You don't see the outline of their balls. You know, kids aren't being exposed to something being shoved in their face. There is a difference. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing is we're so polarized. We don't look at things from any kind of colored spectrum of going, hey, this is OK. This you got to get in there. No, 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 no. You know, understand that I will never call somebody a map, a minor attracted person. If. You are a pedophile. You are a pedophile. Period. End of story. If you were attracted to kids but never did anything about it, cool. Keep away from my kids. Because <laughs> I don't want to be the one that you that you screw up on. I don't think that's that's unreasonable. Anyway. Anything you want to add to any of that? Not really. <laughs> okay, anything you disagree with on any of that? No. Okay, so... You know, and again, we're two completely different people and we're able to see just just where we are. So this has been our final episode for this season. So starting tomorrow, we start season two. It'll be episode what episode for it? Episode one, obviously. Yeah. So season two, episode one airs tomorrow. Um, we're excited about that. We're trying to get everything else launched and up. We have new music. We have some new ideas and some new formats. Um, we are going to, you know, we, we did see that everybody really did like the change up with uh, the fact that you had Nikki uh, with you last uh, last afternoon. And cool. That's awesome to us. We, we're glad we want to make things where people are going to like it and where they're going to be more palatable. Um, I had to jump in on a couple of those. You did design those for me. And I was like so obvious because I was like, ah! <laughs> if I didn't give my opinion, but it was great. And, uh, you know, we're going to have a special ladies night and uh, whether that's going to be, you know, a, a Friday night, a Saturday night, whatever it's going to be, just addition that you do. That's going to be coming. We're going to have more articles and information. We're going to have our podcasts up where you guys can not only see them, but go back through them and you'll be able to sort them by categories and everything else so that you can go through and say, hey, maybe you like, you know, Wednesdays, which are our economic uh, economics days, which is what today is when we talk about business and politics and relationships and finances to to be. Hey, this is where we're at as a society and as a globe. 
Um, or maybe you like relationship advice days, which are our Tuesday days. And so whatever it is that you like, you'll be able to search them by those. We'll have the articles on those, the transcripts, as well as a bunch of supporting information on, on those things. So we're pretty excited about that. It's a lot. Bear with us because it is a lot. <laughs> and so we're just trying our best to get everything out and put everything where it needs to be. And until then, thank you so much for joining us on the Afternoon Dive on the Stupid Podcast on everything. And thank you so much for just joining us, period. We're so grateful for you to be here. We really are, right? Mm -hmm. And so until tomorrow, peace out with your peace out. Peace.